Welcome to Break a Wish, the podcast where all your dreams come true, but with terrible, ironic consequences. I'm your host, Maddox Campbell. On each show, we take a magic wish and try to come up with the perfect ironic cost. The idea is that knowing the wish's cost, it'd be a tough call whether you take that wish or not. Previously, we had, you can change clothes like The Sims by just spinning on spot, but if you fall into a body of water, you can only exit by a ladder. I think those who didn't take it were worried about that one time when you unexpectedly find yourself in a body of water and just need to get out. Final score, 83% accept on Twitter, 50-50 split on Facebook. This week's wish comes from Andrea Davidson, who wished for speed reading with perfect recollection. I sit down with Quentin Matheson and Mary Chris Rivera. Oh, and a good book, too. All right, we got a new wish coming in, but first let's meet who we're breaking it down with. We got Quentin Matheson. Hello, everyone. And Mary Chris Rivera. Hi. And the wish we're breaking down this time is, I wish I had speed reading with perfect recollection. I guess we should check how big of readers are we here at this table? I love reading. <laughs> like, how extensive is this reading? Is it like always a book with you? Go through a book a week? Um, What's your rate of book consumption? Oh, it used to be more frequent that I could go through a book like a week or like one book a week or every two weeks, but schedules just get crazy or commutes are inconvenient for reading a chapter in a book or something. Mm -hmm. So right now it's just like, I just have a book with me and whenever I get the chance, then I'll read it. Right now it's Scarborough by Catherine Hernandez. It's a very... (laughs) I don't know it personally. It's a good book. um, Catherine is also a Toronto-based writer. Oh, so local. Yeah. Yeah. I end up reading mostly sci-fi and fantasy. That's fair. (laughs) Just I I know what I like. You know, I don't like stuff with lasers and magic. (laughs) And I listen to podcasts. You listen to podcasts. (laughs) Well, I can't say that's against (laughs) my beliefs, but... uh, Come on, trash me. Trash me. (laughs) But I guess, like, that's a little different than reading books, right? So do you you actually end up reading books anymore? Or is it more of like, I know you read news a lot. You read articles. Uh, yeah, no, I, I try to read, or I guess I'm, I always have a book on the go, but I'm very, very slow. Um, I guess if I could self-diagnose myself, I think I have a bit of a, a reading disorder. <laughs> I, I can't, uh, I, I go over the same lines over and over again. Yeah. I don't know what you call that, but it could be related to another reading disorder. I mean, I have some dyslexia. So I do have that. Okay. Yeah. So there's, there's a there's the thing. <laughs> it's not some disorder. You have <laughs> dyslexia. Name yeah, it. Yeah, be proud. Yeah. Don't be shy. Yeah, my lowercase b's and d's. It's it's fifty fifty whether I get it right when I write them down. Which then turns into bad spelling for me because then I just try to spell things the way I think I saw them, which is often wrong. And then I look at it. That's not the way normal people spell this word. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll switch a b and a d, and I just read a lot slower than a lot of people. So speed reading would be good for me because yeah, I read slow for someone who does like to read a lot. In terms of actual books, I tend to like have one ready and then only actual read from a book when I'm traveling or if I'm at like work and I'm stuck mm, somewhere. Yeah. But cause the rest of the time, yeah, podcasts and there's so much other things I can do, but I am reading articles or Twitter or scripts all the time. And like being able to read those faster would be huge for me. 
<laughs> I have this thing where if I am a big fan of a certain movie or a show or I just saw something like that, um, then I'll go on the Reddit threads for that specific thing and see what other people think about it. Because it's like, depending on the threads that you go to or the shows that you watch, like the first thing that came to mind for me was like BoJack Horseman. Okay. Because it is a really well-written show that hits very close to home. It, it is the one of the darkest shows that is also one of the silliest shows yeah. at the same time. It's a weird mix that way and kind of mm-hmm. unique. I love but, that. I love that mix up. But, yeah. What is the Reddit like? Because I, I assume Reddits are always <laughs> full of like fan theories or like deep lore cuts or That's stuff like that. But uh, I wouldn't imagine there being a lot of that in BoJack. Not necessarily. It's more because there's so because it's an animated show. There's so much that you can miss if you're not really paying attention to the like to the screen at all times. Oh, like jokes in the background type thing. Exactly. Or um, that show is really good with callbacks. So yeah. like to like previous seasons and I think it's been six seasons and the series just ended. So um, when I finished watching the finale and crying my eyes out because it was really well done, I immediately just went to the Reddit thread and be like, and they have discussion links for each episode and people will just kind of talk about their thoughts or uh, point out specific quotes that really hit home or uh, listed out different callbacks to things in the previous season that I totally might have missed. I've done that similar thing sometimes with the Wikipedia video games that had a story that I enjoyed but did not understand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one example is I remember Bioshock Infinite had mm. a, a story that had to deal a lot with multiple timelines and parallel universes and stuff. So like I felt like I was following the story well enough while I was playing the game. But as soon as I finished the game, they like the big reveal. I'm like, wait, what? What happened? <laughs> and I had to read it over and like see... Oh, that was from this timeline. Oh, this is from this. And that's why that makes sense. And yeah. I f- finally understand the story that I had been experiencing the whole time. <laughs> if there's the someone out context. there, there's someone out there that wants to take the time to break that down for you, you'd be, uh, it'd be silly not to. Yeah, read yeah up on exactly. It. And Wikipedia and Reddit is full of people who have a lot of time to oh, do yeah. something. <laughs> they will do all the work for something that you're like, oh, I wish someone would do that. It's been done. It's just in the deep hole somewhere on Reddit or on Wikipedia. Yeah, we salute them. <laughs> yeah, thank you for your thank service. You for, <laughs> yes. Thank you for doing the real hard work. Yeah. What yeah. are some? Yeah. What are some surprising advantages? Because I guess we all know we could get through more books. That's mm-hmm. like the obvious thing for speed reading. But what are some other times when you need to read fast that you guys might not think about? Well, I'm thinking of the scene in Goodwill Hunting where you can where you can win the girl because. <laughs> Because you're, 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 you're showing the scene. <laughs> so you're showing up the, the cocky guy in the bar. Okay. He, that, that, them apples yeah, scene. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The cocky guy is uh, showing off his great intellect. And, right. And then you humbly destroy him with, with greater intellect, I think. Uh, you could even do that in a hurry of like you hear the start of that guy talking and you can then like on your phone look up the books he's talking <laughs> yeah. about, read them in their entirety, and then be like, no, you made a mistake on page 37. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That is really speedy. <laughs> well, can, I guess, yeah, what is the rate of the speed? Like, yeah. I think if we're talking speed, like, what's the fastest mm. speed readers can basically just look at pages, I think. Like, they kind of just go page to page. Is that speed reading or is that, like, photographic memory? I think mm. speed reading is, in actuality, is kind of just gleaning it and kind of filling in the blanks with your brain yourself. Mm. But then if we're saying with perfect recall is part of this wish, so it'd kind of be... Again, I've been watching a lot of Star Trek lately, so you'd be kind of like you're reading like data. Like if the page is just flying past you, you could basically mm. read it. Mm-hmm. Like I think you'd have to maybe like one second per page would make kind of a sense. Okay. 
You couldn't right. cut in on someone's sentence then. Well, no, but you could see the guy start talking. You could see his story like he's, start, yeah. Yeah, he's been talking for... Those type of people go on for a while. <laughs> oh, they 100% do. And like half the time when that happens, they won't notice if I like take out my phone. If I just like start looking like passively, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll just like take out my phone as if I'm checking like the time. But if I could just be reading in the entire time would, to roast them. And I was imagining this, them talking to someone else and you kind of sitting at another table and being like, oh, oh okay. And I'm going to butt in here at the end here and be like, oh, no. Actually. Yeah. Um, actually, no, you made some mistakes in your analysis of this work. And sure, in the main text, but in the review by the esteemed <laughs> so-and-so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to think our ambitions are pretty dickish. <laughs> we are coming off as nice here. But it would Maybe in feel that good. context it can feel like that, but there are other instances where I could... Like the speed reading would be super useful. Yeah, and we're assuming this CPR. person. We're, we're assuming this person is a bad person. That we're making yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a jerk. We're assuming we're like we're, yeah, not we're the assuming. good guys. We're the good guys. <laughs> we are the good people. We'll use it for good. Yeah, and I think part of that can include shutting down the bad guys. <laughs> but I see that CBR sense or anything where you need suddenly technical skill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The plane's going down. <laughs> the plane's going down. Where's the I manual? Need, I need, I just, yeah, someone give me the manual. Because yeah, yeah, there's a lot of times where it's like. I need an instruction manual because I know it's in here somewhere, but it's not well labeled. It's not in the index, right? I'll just read the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And great. Now I know how to work my VCR. (laughs) Yeah. Those VCR emergencies. (laughs) When you run into, you never know you're, you're at a grandparent's house. They have a broken VCR. Someone needs to fix it, but he's chewing up the crocodile Dundee. (laughs) Crocodile Dundee. The last crocodile Dundee VHS tape out there is being chewed up. We need to save it for uh, archeological purposes. We could it's be for there. research, and you know what? If vinyls can make a comeback, <laughs> who knows? Maybe VCRs could. I think I think there was a new Crocodile Dundee movie recently about Wait, his son. Yeah, with Danny McBride. Did it McBride. go straight to VHS? <laughs> I I don't think they do VHS anymore. But yeah, it, it might have well as because I don't think anyone saw it. Or maybe it hasn't come out yet. It's one of the two. Yeah, I think that was just a commercial, actually. Okay, so it's yeah, not. It out was yet. like a trick for uh, like a fake trailer. For Australia tourism, I think. Oh, really? So oh. there wasn't even a movie coming out? Because it convinced think, me that yeah, they were making a it movie. It looked like a trailer, but yeah. I think it was fake. I don't know. I'm not sure. Oh, we'll have to do a deep dive into yeah. this. <laughs> into the current state of the Crocodile Dundee franchise. <laughs> I mean, it is ripe for a comeback. It, it's got so much lore. Deep yeah. lore about the guy who who can wave his fingers at a crocodile and get it to listen to him. <laughs> Whatever happened to Crocodile Dundee? Yeah, we don't know. We mm. don't know. Uh, okay. Well, so the wish is to bring back Crocodile Dundee. I mean, I think that's, a, that's a natural side effect of this wish. I don't even think it has to be added in there. I think it's just, it's going to happen. Mm. But let's let's actually talk a little bit about uh, the cost. Do we, either of you have an idea for a cost that would match this wish? I, mm. I have one that's sprung oh, to mind. Okay. Is Perfect. what about the paper cuts? <laughs> okay, I like this already. If you're, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you're speeding through books. Yeah speed of light you're gonna just demolish your hand <laughs> demolish all your fingers and you know how's that gonna stack up uh, day I, after day you're just assuming that the amount of speed increase is gonna cause more this is like more of a side effect accidents than a, happen than, yeah. a, than a, this is not a magic cost at this point this is just sort of a natural side effect of turning pages that fast you you're gonna get chewed up yeah by them papers you're gonna bleed mm. out i think yeah. <laughs> bleed out. could you wear gloves in that instance then it's hard to turn a page with mm. gloves on. Mm. What true. about... That could severely affect the speed that you're reading and flipping yeah. the pages. I mean, you could go to Kindle, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
true. Yeah. Electronics aren't going to give you paper cuts. So we have to figure out some way around not just paper reading. Yeah. But even, even if you do the Kindle kind of thing, I think you're, uh, you're playing with carpal tunnel syndrome. Oh, this is true. I was also thinking battery life. (laughs) Yeah. Battery life. Battery life could be low. Those things have a lot of battery life because I think they use like special e-paper inks, things that like they only use energy when they change the page Mm. rather than like a, you know, like a cell phone is on as soon as the screen is on. But these things only use energy when they turn the page, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I've never owned a Kindle. I got one second hand off a friend one time and used it for a little bit. I haven't, it's not up to date. I don't, maybe the recent ones are all full screens. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like I understand the appeal for them though. It's yeah. great to just like, be able to carry around so many books that the, the like, still in your hands. So I just don't know. I find it like harder to justify getting something just for that, <laughs> or like like just for reading. But at the same time, I am also somebody who will go to BMB Books, where everything is on super cheap, and get four or five books at a time. Yeah, you already mentioned <laughs> that you carry multiple books on the go yes. with you. <laughs> so if you just had your entire collection in a single device, that would be good for you. That would be good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the reason I don't use one is that the one of the main times I read is when I'm in somewhere where they don't allow electronics. Like at some oh. of the jobs I work at, they they like, okay, you're you're on the job floor for security reasons. You can't have any electronics with you for safety and stuff like mm-hmm. that. They're worried about uh, people sending messages, so you can't have any devices. Includes ebooks. Do you work for the Pentagon? That's... Um, I, I can't reveal that. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, so. Uh, but yeah, no, it's not that big a security risk, but it's enough that it's like, have a paper book, please. And yeah, that doesn't work for me. When you mentioned that, my immediate thought was because I do like light walking for theater. So when like uh, shows are going up and the lighting designers are designing what the show is going to look like, they need people to stand in and they can't necessarily get the cast because right. they'll be rehearsing. So they'll bring in light walkers. They just need a human body. They just of, need somebody a, there. Right size, roughly even or. Yeah. Depending on like skin tone too. Oh, yeah. He's like, I'm Filipina and my skin, I'm like, I'm fairly tan. Yeah. So it's just like, well, this helps if like it's a, we have a show with a lot of people of color. They so. do the same thing with film too, where they have stand-ins that yeah. always look kind of like the star that they're yeah. standing in for, but not quite. Mm-hmm. And, and like some places, uh, it might be, might have actually changed recently, but a lot of places uh, that I used to work in didn't like having phones because you're just standing there while they design around you so you can't really do much right. so they'd always be like bring a book to read on because then the light from the screen could potentially affect the lights yeah that makes sense because so, yeah it's under lighting it everything will make you look spooky exactly <laughs> so then like but scene. then we don't know what they're gonna look like or what you're gonna look like which is fair yeah no, that makes sense so yeah there are occasions when you can't use an ebook mm-hmm. they make sense which is why i like paper books but for someone who's just reading for yeah. the sake of reading <laughs> they make lots of sense yeah, absolutely. But he can't get a paper cut from one. I know. You could get maybe a shock. Is shock like the equivalent of a paper cut for electronics? <laughs> if you're clicking next page, yeah, the button, or a next page button, the whole. Or is it, mm. Just like a, you know, uh, you get that little static shock whenever, like sometimes with just electronics, it just happens, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I'm the way I'm thinking of turning yours into like a magic one, and it seems too excessive right now. But I was thinking like every time you turn a page, you get a paper cut, or every time you click next page, you get a shock. And that's too much, right? Like a, a single paper cut is a terrible, terrible thing. It hurts more than like a real full cut You'd for whatever really reason. You really want to love the book. Yeah. <laughs> for that sacrifice. But maybe if we rated it down to like once per equivalent like once of 100 every... pages, 50 pages. 
What? Every, every chapter. I don't know. <laughs> every chapter? Chapter might be a good number, yeah. You mm, get that eight. could depend because some books have shorter chapters than others. And the other ones are very lengthy. So I guess it's like take your own risk. Take your own risk. It's however the author decided to separate their chapters. Because, yeah, no, some of them are real monsters. Like, yeah. <laughs> that was a one-page chapter. That didn't need to be a chapter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't understand this. You find out which authors have the fewest chapters, and you're like, that's my guy. <laughs> I've seen a spike in book sales for these specific authors. I wonder why. <laughs> Just because you're reading so much, you actually affect the world's stats <laughs> on best sales. You're like, the New York Times bestseller list is just whatever you're into right now. Oh, yeah. The name, reading. main character being named after you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone figures it out and just starts marketing to you very specifically. Honestly, we're probably like almost there or already there in terms of marketing for books and other things. So it wouldn't surprise me. They do. Yeah, they have a lot of personalized products. You get those uh, those atrocious T-shirts you see advertised on like Facebook and stuff. Oh, yeah. As uh-huh. I know, was like, I'm a Maddox of the family Campbell and I like, work <laughs> in arts and I'm a badass. It's like, yeah. why would anyone want that shirt? <laughs> oh, I can think uh. of one person. That's about it. <laughs> But like, yeah, they're just clearly using a machine to fill in the blanks and stuff, but like it never comes across as good. And they always use a different font for every line. So it's not even yeah. aesthetically Look at us, we're edgy. Pre- yeah, it's not aesthetically pleasing. Wouldn't it be yeah. weird if they had like 30,000 of them in a warehouse right now? It doesn't happen to have my name. And they're actually blanket <laughs> advertising that across the globe. It was a printing error. <laughs> Someone's stealing your identity. Maybe they're just too yeah. If it's the the t-shirt, yeah. they can have it. I'll admit I have one at home. You have one yeah. of your own, yeah. With my name so or your name? I'm Maddox. I'm Maddox, uh, yeah. Of the Campbell family. <laughs> 37 left-handed, and I kick it. Wow, you uh, did not guess correctly on those second two details at all. Uh, okay, yeah, I think, yeah, what do you think would be a fail, fair scale for yours? Like, how many pages, chap- once per chapter, once per, like, website, you get a little shock? Uh, well, well, I'm wondering if it's like the quality of book. So a really good book gives you a really good cut, but, uh, the, oh. the fluffy, the fluffy nonsense books, you just, just a little, little it's scratch. Just so, it's just so subjective. Like it's a good yeah. idea, but it's like, what do you decide is trash? Uh, Who decides what is trash? Yeah. Good question. I mean, the classics, the classics will have to, there's some trashy classics there's some out trashy there. Classics. <laughs> also, if you like. Who knows? Like the classics can, because like if this is, let's say that if this wish is done, is going to have, is this, are we going to keep this for like the next, like how many years? Oh, it's forever. the classics can change. No, no, right. Like 50 years from now, the things that we do as classics now could be something totally different. Oh. You know? Then the cut reopens. Oh. <laughs> 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 I am forever wounded. <laughs> the Animorphs have become classic lit. Oh no, my childhood. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's a thing too. Are we cutting this for kids' books? If you're reading them now, yeah. I was I was doing just the cuts going forward, but Quinton was talking about the cuts going backwards. <laughs> mm. Reopened wounds. But yeah, no, I think this wouldn't go back on your older books. This would be like future mm. books. But I, hey, I'm not going to shame you if you want to read some Animorphs. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm also thinking like if we have this one like forever then. It's like, yeah, what it's, if the it's kids- going forward forever. You get this ability for mm. the rest of your life. You can read super fast. You have perfect recall, but... Ooh, can we change, uh, are we, is it, we're reading super fast and that's it? Like we cannot slow down the speed of our reading anymore? So is that just so you, it's not enjoyable? Is that why? Oh, I'm or? thinking, oh, my first thought was like, like, let's say I'm reading a book to my nephew. You Oh, for reading out loud. <laughs> right. Like reading out loud or something like that. Because I can't I don't want to traumatize him. 
Exactly. I don't want to scare him into not reading books anymore. Okay, I think I like this idea. It might need some massaging because I, I thought of a workaround. Because we're saying oh, you okay. have perfect recall. So if you read it in advance and then just do it from memory, oh, then you would slow it down. Okay. But let's not allow that. Like, mm-hmm. if you're ever repeating something that you read out loud, you have to do it as fast as possible, basically. Ooh. Which isn't going to work for us as actors. Like, let's just no, it's not. <laughs> like, we would only be speed talking. But for most people, that might not be so bad. Like, how often do you actually have to read to someone else something that you read verbatim rather than just like, like if you were just saying, oh, I read a book uh, about engines. This is how they work mm-hmm. in the rough sense. You wouldn't have to go fast. But if you're saying like, and he says this verbatim, and you try to read it out, like then, you, then you get. They'd be like, oh, well, that didn't help me at all. <laughs> I, don't I, know. I, I think that works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you ever repeat something that you've read, you have to speak like an auctioneer. <laughs> that, okay. Yeah, that would, that's a, that is a thing, yeah. though, like as actors who are like, well. <laughs> <laughs> you can only play auctioneers, <laughs> which, again, is, is, is a niche, but you are going to nail that yeah, niche. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am the go-to actor for all auctioneer roles worldwide. Yeah. I've been mm. told my range is limited. <laughs> I think huh. I would believe you as an auctioneer, though. I could see you with a big hat. Shout things Do they out wear stage. big hats? I don't even know what they look like. I guess there's like fancy art dealer auctioneers, but I always imagine for some reason like the cattle auctioneer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah like the county fair. For I'm some going, reason. Yeah. I'm thinking county fair type yeah. of thing. That's yeah. The, that's what you kind of think of, right? Auctioning off Betsy the cow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's even still done, but I guess. Honestly, you never know. Yeah. That's, that's, it probably is. It There's probably no somewhere. reason not to. Yeah. But yeah. I just, yeah, that's somehow in our mind. The auctioneer with the big old hat shouting at people. They have to have the big hat. Big hat. You can't pointing. be auctioneer. Yeah, no, I, I feel like even the fancy art auctions should have a big hatted guy yelling at people. Mm-hmm. It's just more fun. Let's just have fun with it, guys. Yeah. It's a fun event. It should be. Yeah. That's the whole reason they're doing an auction instead of like formal bids to submitted by paper. Like they wanted to have excitement. They wanted to get it over in an exciting format. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like if you think of like those old timey auctions where it's just people shouting over each other. It's like almost like a dopamine hit, right? <laughs> where it's just like someone's going to do it. No, I'm going to go over this. And it's just like there's so much action in there. Well, and they yeah. want you to get excited so you'll bid higher than you mm-hmm. would thinking about it because you're like well I, I'm, I gotta think fast i gotta i gotta beat that guy that asshole outbid me i'm gonna outbid them oh, back yeah. and forth and then the guy who's selling the thing is like yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. let's be honest it's not about the item that's being auctioned it's about the experience of the auction exactly the excitement yeah. and showing yeah. someone else up with how much money you have and then going <laughs> oh no i do not have enough money yeah that was a lot of cash i just dropped well at least it was fun hmm all right, now I got to think up a cost, though. Mm. Mm. I'm trying to think of things, if there's like ex- mm, some type of reading you can't do instead then. Like maybe you can read books really fast and like news articles really fast, but you, like you can't read signage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> like, yeah. say you can't read people's emotions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just my state of being <laughs> to start with. So that's fine. But yeah, so you can read like books and articles and, and longer formats, but mm-hmm. for some reason, labels and signage are just gibberish to you, oh. immutable. 
Oh, boy. So you don't know what a stop sign is, or you just can't read the word stop on the sign? Yeah, I think it would just be the reading. So a stop sign, you can probably figure out from the shape, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Assuming you're in, I I think every country in the world uses the same stop sign shape, right? There's no exceptions. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's universal. Okay, that one's a pretty universal sign. But, you know. Things like open and close signs, like in shops and stuff? uh, It would be like... You know, it says this many miles to this city on the on the traffic oh, signs, yeah. mm-hmm. or you know, staff only would look the same as restrooms this way. Mm. You'd be able to tell the restrooms apart because those would be symbols most of the time. But if it's written in words, then you can't. So mm. symbols you're fine with, but oh, writing wow. in words you can't read. Interesting. Is I mean, mm. this is actually a pretty strong power, thinking, so maybe it's yeah. worth this kind of strong thing. Yeah. yeah. Like ingre- I'm thinking, oh, if you're allergic to something, you read the ingredients. You can't read the ingredients. Ooh, or like prescriptions. Oh, yeah, I guess too. I guess that is signage. Prescription is normally mm-hmm. sort of long form, like on because mm-hmm. they'll give you that huge <laughs> pamphlet, right? <laughs> so I'm saying you could read through that real fast. But yeah, on the back of a like a bag of candy, it yeah. might not say may contain nuts. That might be more of signage. Yeah, mm-hmm. there is a gray area on some things where it's like, is this signage or is this <laughs> literature? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Or what? Are, what are some of the things in the gray area? I guess oh, like brand names with that. Like with that. brand name, you wouldn't be able to read. Yeah, yeah, because that would be sort of signage labeling. Mm-hmm. I think you could lead like a plaque would probably be fine. Like if it's one of those like history plaques, like in that, front of a yeah. statue, you should be able to read that fine. But if there was something written on like the bottom of the statue, just like freedom, you wouldn't. I don't know what's written there. <laughs> it's like that's just something to me yeah, yeah just something yeah, this just guy some is important symbols. for something I some don't know what yeah for some reason mm. some ideal is very important to him just gibberish to me though that'd be kind of hilarious like imagining like you're going somewhere and like I just like read Trevor something you're going up to like the statue which is like I don't know who this random dude is <laughs> and meanwhile everybody else around you who are like let's say that they're tourists and just like oh my god that's this person oh I can't believe this, this beautiful tribute and you're like who the fuck is this guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> You have to find the find the plaque. You're looking for the plaque everywhere. Yeah, get the the history. I'm trying to think of where else would it be like examples. I guess it would be kind of those things that it'd be hard to explain to someone what's going on because you know you'd have that big moment where they're like, "Hey, can't you read the sign?" And you'd be like, no, "Oh, yeah. I can't read." <laughs> but you've got an encyclopedia under your arm that you've just like been briefing, like flipping through. Yeah, looking for the yeah. brief history of something. <laughs> Or trying to find like, oh, instructions. That should be fine, though. Right? So if it's a manual, you're good. Yeah, okay. It's just like if it's written on like a little <laughs> like a little sticker on it, you wouldn't be able to read. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, uh, important, keep right side up. Can't read that. But if you get the manual, you can read the whole manual in like a minute. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. So it's that gray area of like, you're probably fine if you can find a manual. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> your deliveries, they say fragile, but you just toss them around. Yeah, you don't you know. know. You don't know if it's yeah. fragile or which side is up. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's narrow. <laughs> You can assume that arrow says this side up as Stoshu, never that side up. Because you yeah. won't be able to tell the difference between those two labels if someone did. Or you just have to be like really careful with every single package or delivery you get. And like, I don't know if this is going to break or not. Let's just be, let's, let's do that. Let's be careful with everyone's packages. We don't know if they're fragile. We don't know how many packing peanuts are in there. Let's all be safe with packages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, let's do a, a quick recap then of the wishes we've pitched out so far. So, uh, Quentin, you had the one that was... We didn't. Did we decide on how often it was the paper cuts and the, and the static shocks? Yeah, I don't know what we landed on. I I was thinking as a sliding scale, depending on the quality of the book. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know how to quantify that so that we can like pitch it out to the audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, maybe like um, per chapter or per, per, uh, by Amazon review. <laughs> 
five five stars. This is a, uh, the more stars. A level, a level that was five, a hilarious, Kelly. <laughs> so if it's a one star, it's only every five pages, and if it's a five star, then it's every page, or or the reverse. So you think it's like one, every one for like one. So it punishes you for trashy reading. <laughs> If you do the flip side, then it's like it's like punishing you for. Uh, but then, yeah, because it's subjective. It is so subjective. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just thinking these very popular books, like like the Twilight. People like to be cut on a Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of gothy. Yeah, yeah you start reading gothy books, yeah. and like I bleed from my eye. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, th- I think maybe yeah, chapter or page, like a web page or a chapter is probably a good rate. That's just sort of standardized. Because, I mean, like trashy novels tend to have faster chapters anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, uh, like, yeah, m- literature tends to really get mouthy and they go, with, like, they'll just have the five acts long. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's go so, with that. Okay. <laughs> let's yeah. go with that. Uh, Mary Chris, you had the one where, oh, I forgot it. Help me out. Reading back to someone? Right. Yes. Yeah. So you couldn't read anything out loud that wasn't at the full speed. So you always sounded like an auctioneer yeah. when you were trying to read something out loud that you've read can't have speed reading without speed talking speed talking mm-hmm. basically yeah uh and mine was you uh can't read labels you can read books really fast but if it's just like a simple label or uh, signage you can't read that at all it's just gibberish to you uh which of these are there any that we just want to rule out as like no that's too harsh or that's too light well i just thought of a loophole for mine oh let me hear it just just stop a couple words before the end of, of the chapter <laughs> I could not do that. No, that is not not how I read. I couldn't be like, and I'll just figure out. And we were always together until, I'll just leave it. (laughs) Could be anything. I'll just leave it. No, I'd read it every time. I'd still get cut. Yeah, I'd get cut. Yeah. I'm the same way. It's just like, well, I can't just do it if it's right there and that's the ending. No. And they lived happily. Anything. Anything could happen after that. (laughs) Happily until their grisly deaths at the hands (laughs) Of the witch, <laughs> it's, it's equally as likely. You live happily and like until somebody dies, like until somebody else dies, dies until else the dies? world ends. I the don't know. To winter came, and then everything got worse. It was cold. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, no, I can't not complete things that I start. I'm a big stickler for that. Like I had okay. to finish stuff, so well. I couldn't leave every chapter with a couple words unread. If it works for other people, that's great for you. I just yes, know I can't it's do great. it. Yeah, it's just that yeah. that's a separate cost that would be just as bad. Like if you gave me speed reading, but not the last sentence of every chapter, <laughs> yeah. I'd be yeah, like, no, yeah. fuck that. No, yeah. Hell no. Oh, uh, that's another cost. <laughs> yeah, it's another cost. We could keep that on the table and see if that comes up instead. But yeah, Ooh. I would not do that. I, yeah, I'm not sure I'll go with yours either because I don't like paper cuts. Like paper cuts are the worst injury sting, for me. Yeah. They sting so much. You can't do dishes. Mm-hmm. You keep forgetting you have them, but then they like... They're in the most inconvenient of places. Yeah, they're always on joints and stuff. Like, I would, yeah, I think I would rather just, like, lose a finger entirely than get a paper cut constantly. And I would end up having (laughs) a a constant paper cut on, like, at least one of my fingers at all times. Because I'm going to read something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to be hard to speed read without the finger. So, So, uh, yeah, I don't think I I would take Quentin's. What about you, Margaret? I think I am in the same boat. Yeah. It's a good cause, but like at least like knowing myself and how I read and like how often I read. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's just going to like, that's like worse than carpal tunnel syndrome. It's just like eternal pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm reading for so long. Like, for so long. Would, would you take your own or is it still yeah. too harsh for yourself? Uh, it's pretty harsh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Let's, tr- let's try moving over to Mary Chris's then. So right, you got speed talking. Speed talking. Yeah. 
And we currently only have that. That's only speed talking when you're trying to recite something that you've read. Mm-hmm. We could maybe, if, if it ends up being too light, maybe we upscale that to just like all you're talking is auctioneer talking. <laughs> like you speed read, but like the only way you talk now is auctioneer talk. But that's... that might be just too harsh then going overboard the other way. Oh, I wonder if there's like an in-between with that then. Well, well the, the in-between is, yeah, it's whenever you're <laughs> reciting something oh, that you've read. I can't get the thing out of my head. It's just like, because like, we are doctor is just like, I have to read back something or like, it's always going to be somebody else's piece of text or like other literature. Yeah. <laughs> like, who's going to fucking understand that? No. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think it does get rid of us being actors. Yeah. But I mean, mm-hmm. if we had another life, like if you decided to be a writer, you will be a very well-read writer. If you were like a journalist, mm. you could read so many things and review them. So like, there's we'll lots just of... have a career change. We'll just you could have a playwright instead. Yeah, you could be a playwright instead. There's lots of other careers that you could do quite well. Yeah, I think it's I think it's too easy to mm. to only be punished during uh, reciting. Reciting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if it's all talk, then... If it's all talk, that's... Then ooh. it gets interesting. Yeah. Okay. I'm imagining like... Like, you know, walking down the street and like you hear people having conversations because like if they have all this power too, just like imagine like, these like old timer like auctioneer voices just having a conversation <laughs> with each other outside the subway station or something. I mean, there's got to be times when two auctioneers have to talk to each other. <laughs> they might have a union. Who knows? Yeah, they probably do. Or if they're discussing like an upcoming auction, like the, the there's two of them work the same auction, so they they kind of work out their shifts and their schedules and stuff, and that would be two auctioneers talking at full volume with full speed to each other. <laughs> they can understand it. Yeah. Well, there's that auction auction where they right they auction they all auction yeah, yeah which auctioneer you get to auction it's like oh I want that county fair <laughs> and then you raise your paddle or whatever because that's the one you want and yeah that's a room full of them yeah mm-hmm. it's honestly a hellscape of noise. <laughs> I'm cool uh, with upping the stakes to that. Yeah, upping the stakes on? Okay. Yeah, up the stakes. <laughs> let's, Is that too hard? I don't know. We'll, we'll let's, see. Let's do around the table. So it's yours to start with. Would you take that? Speed reading, perfect recall, but you now speak like an auctioneer. <laughs> I say that. I look, like I said, like, yeah, let's up the stakes. I actually don't think I would. No, take yeah, it. yeah. I don't think I would. <laughs> I used to, I had a really bad problem when I was younger with like speaking too fast. And I still do. Like, now, who knows what this podcast you could like, you don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm making out what you're saying right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, have an exci- you have a pace of excitement currently. I've, wor- I've worked on it over the years, okay. but um, even like when I was a kid and I was like seven or eight and my mom would be like, slow down. Nobody can understand what you're saying. <laughs> and that just sucked. Yeah. Having to repeat it like all over again. And I think you were trying to talk faster to save time and they make you repeat it. I know. I'm just trying to be efficient here. <laughs> I I was like that whenever I had to do reading in like elementary school because again like I had dyslexia so I was like nervous about my reading mm-hmm. so even when I was doing like a role for like a play or something I was reading at full pace because I was trying to cover how much I was struggling with it by just doing it fast oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and then yeah so like, I did not do a good perf- my early acting is very poor it is all just <laughs> me talking at full speed as fast as I can as fast as I can read yeah yeah I remember like um, in my early twenties with roommates like stoner kind of roommates <laughs> how I just insert a lot of uh and uh just like pauses I'd, I'd insert pauses to match their pace of talking okay so you were trying to talk fast but you just to try to get them to understand you you purposely slowed <laughs> just, yourself down with us and us yeah you just kind of match their cadence <laughs> so, i think it's i like think talking kind of code switching. <laughs> i think it'd be very alienating 
it'd be hard to connect with anyone. Yeah, it's hard to have a deep, important, emotional conversation in an auctioneer voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know I'm very sad about the loss of your mother. Your loss of your mother was very sad for all of us. We're all very sad about that. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know that I'm there for you. Like, it's just not going to work. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, no, that that would be very unfortunate. <laughs> this is like, oh, God. Like, let's see, like, what happens, like, let's say that you're in court for something or you get called as, like, a witness. And then... <laughs> Judge is like, slow down. I'm sorry, my ma'am, I can't on your honor. I just can't do it. I... It's just like, well, are you hiding something? No, this is just the way I talk. I swear I can't do anything about it. Yeah. So, yeah. It does sound suspicious. It does exactly. sound naturally yeah. suspicious, yeah. There's not much you can do about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, Quentin, you, you're, what's your stance on Merry Christmas, the, the auctioneer one? Would you take it? Um, yeah, I think it's very alienating and it'd be hard to connect with anyone. It'd be cool to have all the knowledge <laughs> that you would acquire. So, but ultimately, ah, geez, probably not. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Me neither. Uh, what was the one we put down on the table? There was one we were like, that's oh. another good one. It was like off um, of Quinton's. Uh, oh man. I wish oh, I the last sentence. That's what it was. Oh yeah. Oh, let's actually try that one. Cause okay. I, think, I think that one might actually be one of the most balanced ones. I think is, so. The idea was you have speed reading with perfect recall, but you always miss the last sentence of anything you read. I feel I could fill in the blanks. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I think this has to be like, you can see that there is another sentence there. Like it's blurred out or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So, you know, there is something there, you know, like roughly how long it is, but you just have no idea of the actual content. Cause that's the part that gets to me. If it just was missing a sentence and I, I could like pretend like it, I, it wasn't there. I missed it. It wasn't there. I'd probably be okay. Yeah. But if I know it's there and I can't figure it out, that is... Yeah. yeah. I love that it's blurry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like once per chapter if it's in a book or it's once per article. Like it's... It would just be an eternal taunt. It's an internal taunt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't think... I am (sighs) tempted. Like I'm tormented and tempted. So it's in a good spot. It's in a very good spot. Like it's a... That's a lot of power. I don't think... It's a pretty magical thing to have if you could. Well, have, oof. it's also one of those things that like most of the time it won't be that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the time with like satire, the last sentence is the one that tells you that it's satire. Yeah. Like it, yeah. I can say avoid, <laughs> avoid the novels that have twist endings. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking back to like Jonathan Swift. I think like the last sentence is the one that like bites and tells you that everything else was a joke. Yeah. And that he doesn't actually want to eat Irish babies. But yeah. like. I mean, don't get me wrong. The last sentence is usually a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's what you want to end on, right? Like you, you <laughs> yeah. go out with a bang. Sometimes the best sentence in there. I'm bringing it back to the actor thing. Will this still work for scripts? Because if thinking like comedy and like if you're doing sketches and blow lines. Your punchline, your final thing, yeah. <laughs> I, you can't read it. I guess you could get someone to explain them to you. Because again, this is just for your reading. You could ask right. someone. Like, it's not mm. practical when you're going through books and being like every page, you're like, hey, someone, someone <laughs> yeah. read this you're last on the sentence. Train, yeah, on like, the I need is, a favor. <laughs> I need a favor. Someone read me this last sentence. So you can kind of work around it, I guess, for important stuff, but that's still <laughs> annoying <sighs> as hell. It's so tempting because, like, how much you get for it, but like, oh man, that taunt. Yeah. It's just going to, oof. Well, let's let's see, Quinn. It's your. I think we're calling it yours because it came out of yours as a side. Mm-hmm. All right, thought. I'm going for it. You're going for it. Yeah. Okay. Whew. Yeah, what, what's your reason why? Why not? Uh, I think, like you said, I could 
if I'm desperate to know, like, I think I could fill in most of the blanks. And if I can't, I would, I could confirm it with someone. Okay. Mm. Merry Chris. Yes or no. I'm going to go for a no. Going for a no. I'm gonna go split it here. I can't. I know myself. I'm going to get so pissed off about it. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to haunt me forever. And I'm, I'm right on that line. I think I'm leaning a little bit. Yes. But I am real close. I am real tormented <laughs> by this. But I am, uh, yeah, I'm going to lean just barely. Yes. So I think we do have a split table. I we figured so. this one out. Yeah. yeah. So you can read uh, Speed Read with Perfect Recall, but the last sentence of every chapter or scene or article is blurred out and you can't see what it is. <laughs> Quinton is a yes. I'm in a yes. Mary Chris is a no. But what about you, audience? Would you take this wish? And are there any other wishes you'd like to hear us break down? Well, that's what we came up with, but we want to hear from you. Your wishes, your thoughts, whether you take this wish or not. You can find us on Twitter at BreakAWishPod, email BreakAWishPod at gmail.com, join the BreakAWish discussion group on Facebook, and you can support the show by writing a review, telling a friend, or buying a t-shirt on TeePublic. All this information at BreakAWish.ca. For more Mary Chris Rivera, you can find her at MaryChrisRiv on Instagram and Twitter, and you can check out her podcast Chica Chica with the Titas a podcast that explores the Philippine art, culture, and experiences as members of the Philippine diaspora in Canada. You can find that on the Sonar Network. For more Quentin Matheson, you can find him on Twitter at Quentin M, and he does monthly improv with Blast from the Past and monthly sketch with Good News Toronto. This is a Kicks and Giggles Entertainment production, hosted by Maddox Campbell, themed by Matthew Reed, cover art by Justin Langford, and a proud member of the Sonar Podcast Network. More podcasts at the Sonar Network. Com. Before I go, I want to let you know that Break a Wish has been nominated for a few Canadian podcast awards. If you're a podcaster yourself, you can vote for Break a Wish in the Outstanding Comedy Series category. If you're a podcast listener, which clearly you are, you can vote for us for the People's Choice Award. You can find the site by searching Canadian Podcast Awards or going to awards.podcamptoronto.com. Voting closes on February 18th. I'd really appreciate the support. So, what would you wish for? This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! Como esta? You've got Mary Chris Rivera, Ali Rasul, Belinda Corpus, Ali Posadas, and Paula Bautista, Isabel Canon, and we are the Tita Collective. We are award-winning multidisciplinary artists. We dance, we sing, we create art, and we'll make you snort laugh halo halo through your nose. We have a new podcast called Chica Chica with the Titas. Chica Chica means gossip. Now you know. We will be chatting about Philippine arts and culture as a reflection of our lives as women of the Philippine diaspora. For our first season, we will be breaking down the themes of our award-winning sketch comedy show, Tita Jokes, a love letter to the strong Filipinas in our lives. Am I really that strict? I don't mean to be. This is just how I show my love. You know, I'm the middle child of 14 kids.
also explores many themes, which include family, identity, homesickness, queer erasure, and more. I will suffocate them with this Canadian fan! <laughs> so please subscribe. Don't miss an episode of Chica Chica with the Titas. We'll catch you on our first episode on January 6th. Escape Capade is an improvised Escape the Room podcast. I take two guests, trap them in a room, describe it to them in great detail, load it with puzzles, and then over the next 45 minutes, they can do whatever they want. You want to listen to two people fixate on a poster for 45 minutes? That's happened. Escape Capade episodes are released every other Tuesday and are available on the sonarnetwork.com. Just click on Escape Capade. <laughs>